five, four, three, two, one. You're listening to the New World Podcast, Lore Seekers to Aeternum, a show dedicated to Amazon Game Studios MMO, bringing you both an original story of a traveler and his creation of a company in Aeternum. Join us on this journey of suspense, intrigue, and mystery, seeking lore, life, and the pursuit of all who threaten it. Welcome to Eternal. This episode is the season finale going into the holiday season. We will be back in January 2022 with more lore seekers to Eternum. The following story is emotionally triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Thorpe had been defeated, or at the very least, the body belonging to Thorpe had vanished before your eyes. The red mist spreading from the blank canvas of his body, evaporating into the air. As what was unknown in Aeternum, was he truly dead? Was he ever really alive? You and the console make haste leaving the depths, and you find yourselves retired out of the mouth of the cave and back to the pond from whence you came. The ambience was absent, oddly so, that not a sound was made. It was as if you had given a blow to Aeternum itself. How strange. How horrifically strange. Thorpe claimed to be a a tempest, a violent wind raging storm, and for now the seas have seemed to subside. Tempest. Hmm. This was not the first time you had heard the title mentioned. In your short journey with the console, you recall them speaking of Isabella in this same reverence and journals sprawled around the caverns of the depths make mention of the true Tempest, suggesting a series of false prophets or claims. If Thorpe was a false prophet, then suddenly, in front of you, stones throw away, Solus collapses to a knee and lets out an agonizing scream as a familiar red mist begins to rise from his ears, his nose, his mouth. The console rush to his side as his body begins to convulse violently. They lay him on the ground, and in an instant, his eyes lock open, draped in a black curtain, and he stares into the sky. In horror, you follow his gaze to the sky, and directly above him, a maelstrom has formed, inverted as the tip of the cone descends into Solus's mouth. You fall to your knees, seeing your new friend in a helpless state as the world around you goes dark. As my blade pierces Thorpe's side for the final blow, Ulfmere's warhammer makes the satisfying crunch against the Tempest's head. I draw my sword from beneath his ribcage, revealing steel dry and lacking blood or fluid. I came to expect this on this island, but what I did not expect was the leakage of this corruption whose tendrils wrapped around my blade and now rushed up my arm. 
I feel a sting in my lungs. My heart begins racing as if the remaining adrenaline in my body has come all at once. And as quick as it comes over me, it's gone in a flash. My console begins to celebrate, some taking a knee to rest, our traveler dropping their musket to the ground in disbelief of what they had just witnessed. But not me. My, my heart, it, it seems to have stopped. When was the last time I took a breath? I want to ask my friends. I want to scream for help. But I have seemed to have lost my voice as well. Lost. In this moment, I am all but lost. If I begin to walk, they will follow. In my head, I pray, please, my family, please follow me. Somehow we make it out of these caves. I'm having to focus on each step to not fall, but my mind starts to play tricks on me. Ahead of me, Flick continues to scout the way for us, but next to him is a dark hooded figure. Flick seems oblivious to its presence as the figure notches its head to the side periodically as if to see that I am still following. It knows me. I know it knows me. I feel a connection to it. Ironically, it is my focus on this being that has kept me going. And that's when I hear it. It begins as a slow crescendo in the back of my spine. The hairs on my neck raise, then it pierces my mind with such agony that I freeze, numb from the pain and shock, as the hooded figure stops in its place and turns ever so slowly around to face me. As I make eye contact with it, all the pain building up hits me at once, and I find my voice to cry out, my body feeling like it's been torn inside out. I, I, I know you. I, I, I see you, boy. I see them too. An image of my family appears before me. No, no, how can this be? Whatever evil this is, it cannot know what what is not here, can it? Fall into me, lay in my traps, 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 caught in my web, everything you cherish, cherish, will be put to death, death, death. My wife suspends in the air, legs dangling, her choking from the sound of the corrupted tendril around her neck. My son collapses to his knees, then face down in the ground, dagger protruding from his back. My son. I look at my daughter. My eyes lock onto her crystal blue eyes. Every, every, every 
close my eyes in horror. Dada. 